chaos is everywhere. buddy sir sorry about the wait i was in the middle of cooking dinner while i was waiting for you so i want to finish <laughs> yeah it's like midnight when we're recording i i don't care when i eat dinner i was making uh, dinner at midnight it's fine it's all right <laughs> i mean i ate my dinner as soon as i got home so i ate my dinner at like 11 so yeah but you have a reason besides just your life is all kind of weird you have a job and such um Ugh. anyway yeah Welcome to Chaos the Final Frontier. I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist. That guy over there, he's from Dimension X, and he's basically the crane to my shredder. That's my Star device. Yeah, yeah, get it, get it. Oh, um, I recently found a place where I can watch the original Ninja Turtles, and I've been doing that quite a bit in the last 24 hours, along with other stuff. So, it has nothing to do with what we're doing today. Today we're watching uh, Star Trek uh, Deep Space Nine. Season four, I forget what the number is. It's like episode six, right? Uh, like it is episode eight, sir. Episode eight. And uh, this is uh, Little Green Men. So um, I've got it all pulled up. Are you ready to go? Indeed. All right, let's say play in three, two, one, play. Gather around, everybody. Gather around. Good news, everyone. That seems like a very Ferengi tradition to sell all your boyhood goods as you're going out on your own. Yep. Oh, oh I will miss him. <laughs> so you're supposed to, when you go out on your own as a Ferengi, just basically start over completely? Interesting. Yeah. I want this boy's crap. Let's go, everybody. I'm here to make sure. Oh, never mind. I was gonna. Be... I'm here to make sure that uh, none of these uh, Ferengi pieces of shit try to do anything disgusting. Yeah, Worf, don't be a racist. Right. Everybody should be able to go to the academy if they're qualified. I don't know if a Ferengi at the Academy is a good idea. I mean, they let a Klingon in. I'm sure they were just, there's a lot of people that are really happy about a Klingon or an android, you know? Right? Like, <laughs> I just, I, yeah, but, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, it's hard to, like, it's sort of hard to register where the hate's supposed to come from. Like, yeah, they're slimy. But when this, uh, the friend you originally thought of for Next Generation, they were supposed to be the new big bad guy. They were supposed to be the Klingons for Next Generation. It's just they didn't work at all that way. Right. Um, the, the first episode you ever see, actually the guy that plays Quark, I think, was in that episode. And he said, like, me playing Quark was me trying to apologize for Gene Roddenberry for the piss-poor job I did in that first episode. How much? Huh? I don't want a secondhand fang sharpener. Right. Uh, this again. Quark has his own ship. Oh, Galen must have been the one at the bottom of the ship. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
this is um uh what's the name armin the guy that plays cork he's like this is uh, a big moment for me because this is the one time i got to captain a starship and that's a big deal for a uh, <laughs> star trek actor No such thing as a perfect ship. You mean it'll actually fly? I'm sure this will work out fine, and, and this ship will become a recurring thing throughout the series. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that sounds like a Ferengi. <laughs> that sounds like a Ferengi thing to do. Yeah, fly off into the gray unknown and adventure. Yeah, right. That's that's completely normal. So that's the setup basically. Cork got a ship, he wants to go on a trip, but he wants to go someplace safe, so he chooses Earth and he'll take uh, Nog to the Starfleet Academy. Ah. This episode, um, well, we're going to get to the credits. I'll get to the how this episode came about in a minute. <laughs> that's actually a line that's like from a book, but it, it's in Star Trek. Kirk actually says the real line in like Star Trek V. So it's a nice callback. I see. <gasps> Is that like a permanent remix, or did you just decide to do it just for today? That was just for today. Gotcha. Yeah, we're definitely somehow off on timing again, even going back and forth, because this was November 15th, 1995, and I feel like we're just in September with Voyager. Yeah. I don't know how this happens every time, but we'll just have to keep going with it towards the end. Um, yeah, but uh, let's see. What was I going to say about the... Uh. Oh. So this episode was actually thought of for the first season, but they didn't want to do it because uh, they just thought it was kind of hokey, the whole Roswell thing. But this coincides with the 50th anniversary of Roswell, which is why they went back to it and did it anyway. Ah. Yeah. Going to blow up some people. Major Kira, more like Major Kira asshole. <laughs> Got him. Chlorophyll, more like Borophyll. <laughs> oh, Adam Sandler movies. I don't want to make out with you. I want to learn from more about the chlorophyll. Go on <laughs> with the chlorophyll. I want to put this here instead of at the end just so people might check it out. Um, on my Twitch stream... Uh, which, again, if you want to find me, it's Gilchrist777 or just search Chaos Everywhere. I actually just completed a playthrough of um, Return to Arkham Asylum, and I not only beat the whole thing, I did all the Joker or the Riddler trophies, like the whole thing, which, if you do that, only gets you 84% complete. I don't know if I'm going to do the challenges or not, but as far as you can go uh -huh. in story mode, I've completed it. Taking Nog to Earth. I wish these two would just fucking get over with. Right? Jesus. The sexual <laughs> tension can be cut with a butter knife. Oh, not even like a sharp knife. You're right. No, it's a butter No, literally a butter knife. Not even a warm butter knife. A cold ass butter knife. Oh, uh, yes. Remember how much uh, everybody hated us being friends at the beginning? I'm going to miss you, Nog. 
and also how everybody probably assumed at the beginning of the show, whatever that means, that I was going to go to Starfleet Academy. <laughs> yeah, go see all the great stuff on Earth, like Stonehenge and yeah. Taco Bell. Oh, the Taco Bell. <laughs> Make us proud, dog. You know how uh you know how you do that thing for uh Ferengi women? Yeah, just don't do that. And you and should be definitely... okay. Like basically anything you think is Actually, normal with back. Ferengi. He's fucked no matter what because he's short, so. That's fair. Uh, Jake has a good chance, which is why he's been dating people 20 years um, senior yep. for the last, like, seven years. Yeah. So like that's your job, Captain. Right. <laughs> uh, Cork just said you have to pity us because we didn't come up with a currency on Earth until about five thousand years before this. We had to buy warp technology. <laughs> I, I, I love that because I didn't remember that that's like how they get warp technology, but that is exactly how the Ferengi would get warp technology. Yeah. <clears throat> what are you talking about? Uncle, why would you be smuggling whatever the hell that is? (laughs) (laughs) That's not true, Rom. Yeah, exactly, right? Where did you get self-confidence then all of a sudden, Rom? Like, right? We haven't seen you in, like, months. Oh, snap. Get it, Nog. Get it. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Good job. You've got, like, I don't care, Cork. You've got to be proud of that. A little bit like it's not all Ferengi losing yet. Like he's still gonna be somewhat of a Ferengi. Yeah. Oh my brains. I like that. Uh, as Star as an officer of Starfleet, it's my duty to report any such uh violations against the Federation. But I haven't been sworn in yet, so uh I'll take ten percent of that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's a good callback. <laughs> that is fantastic. Uh, so if I'll just say for anybody, if you anybody remembers our last time travel episode, um Nog just took up a picture of uh Cisco as Gabriel Bell and Quark's response is all humans look alike, which is also fantastic. Cousin Gala. I feel like I blame Rom for this. Wouldn't right. Rom, Rom should have saw that the, it was uh, what's the look for sabotaged? Yeah. Fuck am I out of my brain no, today? It's one million percent Rom's fault. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I'm sure that reaction won't do anything weird. No, it'll be fine. Are you? In these kind of things, yes, you're going to find out that he is. But I think this is the first time you sort of see it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Rom should have been Starfleet. <laughs> ah, well, that's the end of Quark, Rom, and Nog. Well, they had a good run. In case you were wondering if we were in the 50s, that man's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> in a building. One of That's true. One of the interesting side plots they kind of let go, um, which I'm glad they did because it, like, it doesn't really matter, but they were going to make Quark addicted to cigarettes after his time in the 50s and like then just have to learn to go without because obviously they don't exist the in the 40s. 24th century. 40s, whatever, 47. Yeah. reason I said 50s is because this is based, um, the whole episode's based on those 50B movies. Right, yeah. Uh, and like they put all the people in. That's why everybody's smoking all the time. Yep. I say we try to have sex with them. <laughs> it's our duty as Americans. Been hearing about this thing called a probe. Um, I don't know how they're going to do it in the uh, in the whatever it's called the subtitles, but this is actually the first time we get to hear Ferengi spoken in this episode because mm. they don't have a universal translator. So, yeah, can't yeah. risk causing a panic. See, you dab my steak and eggs. Better call President Eisenhower. <laughs> I would love, to, I didn't see anything in my research about how they decided. I think they probably just picked noises. It's like, as long right. as it doesn't sound too much like Klingon, it's fine. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> well, he must be on Earth, but where? Or when? No? Yeah. No one? Okay. <laughs> well done. <laughs> that fucking Truman hippie. Why do you always assume they're Martians? Right. Thank God we have these healthy, healthy cigarettes to really help us get through this situation. I don't know how anybody like breathed back in the day because I can't be in the room with one cigarette, let alone like that small room with like eight. Yeah, I, I don't get it, but not to mention a cigar. The divine treasury is made of pure latinum. Why, why wouldn't it be? Huh. I like that like, idea that you have to go and bid for your next life if you're a Ferengi. But like, what are you paying with? I want him to sit down and explain this to me now. Like, no, I will have like five years of really 
bad cancer, but I'll beat it. Maybe we should all hit our heads too. <laughs> oh god. There's this um so video. Maybe their universal translators are broken too. Twentieth century. Who the hell wants to go to the twentieth century? Australia or something. Huh. <laughs> oh, you wish it was Australia. <laughs> oh, Jesus. How long would you be doing that before you got bored? Right. I think he likes you, Captain. <laughs> they were fu- yeah, like primitive humans were fucking assholes, everybody. Yeah. Did I hear? Yeah, no, Cor- uh, the guy that plays Cork said this is like one of his favorite episodes because he loves the idea of being able to do the Spock thing where he's an outsider and just tell people how stupid they are. Distorted gibberish. A I'm saying you have a nice bosoms. I'm clear. Saying something like massage my earlobe. <laughs> All I can tell you is they're not human. Well, that's a start. <clears throat> I feel like that is the mother. Women, am I right, nurse? Yeah, right. (laughs) Fucking shrews. Um, Jen might have just heard what I said. Yeah. That was our context, everybody. (laughs) I might die before the end of this episode. Never mind. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Never mind. (laughs) She can't hear you. Yeah, well, everyone else can. Okay. <laughs> no, nope. uh, fuck it. I'll say it. I okay. don't even care anymore. I'll say it. Why should she care anymore? Boom. There, I said it. Hmm. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, that's very, right. I said it. This feels very awkward for everybody. I got Uh, by the way, just to keep the plot moving along, in case you're not watching along, and this episode feels like you really should because I'm not doing Stock a good job. Uh, the universal translators are being blocked by the atomic testing that's happening at the same time. Thank you. Neep Gren. Now, where's that reset button? This is going to hurt. What the fuck? He's doing the 
the the fifty chivalrous thing. He's lighting a cigarette for her because, oh. which gross, just gross. New civilizations. Yeah. Like that's ever gonna happen. Boldly going where no human has gone before. No, that doesn't make any sense. Jesus Christ. Calm down there, sir. Oh, they the, are dating, so okay, that that, yeah. that that thing makes more sense if they're dating. Oh, she thinks we should go to Niagara Falls. Don't bother. I mean, it's nice to go. It's not. Eh, is it, though? Yeah, it was fine. I went there. I went uh, made in the mist, did all the shit, you know? Yeah, I've been there, too. It's not that great. Got the chicken wings from the Anchor Bar. I I have heard, and I can't confirm this, I have heard if you go to the Canadian side, it looks a lot more um, beautiful. Like, they have the better view. Yeah, well, yeah, no, that's true. You can go find uh, Cisco's ancestor and kick him in the balls. Although that would definitely make uh, <laughs> the bar cease to exist because Deep Space Nine would just blow up. Also, how deep in there is the Universal Translator? Looks like it was pretty fucking deep. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> We're not bringing in anyone else, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. President Truman has said we need to start dissecting them as soon as possible. You know, hurry up. We're all going to take turns with your future wife. I mean, have you seen the Bagangas? Do you do anything but smoke that cigar? Nope. They've um they've explored how Starfleet developed theirs, and it's actually not that simple. Basically, they had somebody really good with languages on the first Enterprise, just sort of like translating on the fly until yeah. they covered all the languages. It's not as simple as Quark's making it sound. <laughs> I mean, could you though? Do you really have it? Like, yes, technically you come from a time when that's possible. What about weapons? I think that's the first... Well, f- <laughs> Fuck making the world a better place. What about weapons, yeah. bro? Yeah. Never buy this lung cancer that I most certainly have right now. Let's worry about the weapons we need to kill our enemies. Classic American, am I right? <laughs> I mean, I would say probably the Russians in the period would do the same thing. So Yeah, absolutely. Why would you care about gold? Gold means nothing to you. Remember that? Ugh. Right. Have we done the episode with Morn yet? I think we did. Do you remember an episode where Morn fakes his death? I don't remember. Uh, I'll look it up. I don't remember if it's later or not. But there's an episode where he fakes his death, and there's a part where like um, Quark just finds a bunch of gold. He's like, it's useless fucking gold oh then why does he huh the only reason i can think of is because he knows it's the currency of the the planet he's on so because that's why um latinum is pressed into gold because it's a liquid Mm. but the gold's useless but you can put it into a bar and then you have the latinum inside that's what's worth money 
Ah, okay. I'll have to talk to Truman. Clear with him. <laughs> Wait. I man. Root beer, darts, tonic bombs. I mean, that's the gist of it. I don't. There's not really much else you need to know, right? You humans. Yeah, part of the, besides the anti-smoking, which is a part of this episode, the other thing is the um, atomic bomb is the big, you know, like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Because um, one of the writers saw a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger around the same time. I forget which one is. But, like, the end of that movie, like, the, I guess the main love interest in Arnold, like, kiss while atomic bomb goes off in the background. And he was like, what the fuck are we doing? That that's, that's... the background to a kiss. <laughs> Man, uh, that is certainly something. He was like, we've gone from Dr. Strangelove uh, to this. Like, we really have gone backwards when it comes to atomic <laughs> bombs. I don't see what the big problem is with them. I mean, they're just healthy kind of bombs. Also, is that nurse unknowingly pleasuring that boy? Uh, I think so. Yes, actually, I think he tricked her into massaging his ear. Yeah, I think that's exactly what just happened. Yeah, everything's under control. Hey, look at Cujo. Oh, I forgot about this part of it. Huh? Bum, bum, bum. Oh! <laughs> I forgot he was a part of the episode. Oh, shit. Oda was the dog the whole time. I wonder what he... Um, it is. I mean, he could right? you know, become a I mean, mouse. Be anything. We need to go back to the future. <laughs> or you could um, slingshot across, around the sun. That's also possible. No, 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 no. That's insanity. No, that, that, that's, that's how the original Star Trek crew did it. No, 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 no. That's insanity. <clears throat> Or, or like Futurama, you could just get a microwave and uh, put some metal in the microwave and go near a uh, supernova. Gullible and greedy. <laughs> I've been called worse. I don't know where the um, time police are, because Star Trek does have time police. Do they? Mm-hmm. Well, 900... Okay, so in the current time we're in, they have, like, a bureau that shows up when you accidentally time travel. Be like, what the fuck? What, what did you do? Mm-hmm. But about 900 years after that, there are actually people that go back in time to fix stuff. Oh, no um, shit. Yeah, we're going to see them in Voyager. Okay. Voyager does a lot more time traveling stuff than uh, Deep Space Nine. Yeah, <laughs> I want to make money. 
I want to rule this place. Really? Because Odo could just set himself up as a religi- religious figure. I mean, right? even in 1947. I mean, I'm pretty you, sure. I was going to say, if you think Cork can take this place over, man, yes. Odo can really take this place over. Yeah, I'm pretty sure bullets would be useless against him because yeah. just going through his goo. <clears throat> Although it would be interesting to see what atomic bomb would do to him. That might have an effect. Oh uh, yeah, probably have a little bit. I, oh, Jesus, I like how they're just I don't know. This is classic, classic ugly. Ugly American. I'll find out what they're what they're up to. I will tweak their penises I'll as more as it takes. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> Burlap sacks. Right. Gonna take my business to the Russians. The Russians, that's a good place to start. What do you know about the Russians? Are you working for the Russians, you alien scum? Is that happy juice? Huh. <clears throat> Maybe you should have listened with uh, to Odo and left when he had the chance. Right. You know, it scares me how, like, how much this can, like, kind of work for today, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now we're going into a weird time period. I've been trying not to think about it, but, yeah, we could very easily. It's interesting how easily I think we can go from weird stuff, like, on the peripheral of our lives to basically the end of the world. Like, it's all right there. Yeah but I think it's going to happen so quickly that we're not going to have a time to react to it. It's going to go from normal life to shit went down in one day, probably. Oh, yeah. Try not to think about because there's literally nothing I can do about it, and I'm already set to panicking most of the time anyway. So let's just watch Star Trek and enjoy whatever time we have left. Jesus. That, can you? Oh, did you read that? Don't you guys have laws against this kind of thing? Not when it comes not when it comes to national security. We're able to do whatever the fuck we want. Thank God that's not a thing anymore. Yeah, right? Totally. God, that makes it worse, Rom. He wants his moogie. He just wants his moogie. I knew it. It's exactly what I wanted to hear. Right. And they told me under torture, so it must be true. Yep. (laughs) Oh, like we've known for centuries how stupid torture is to get information, yet people keep doing it. What does a Ferengi attack cruiser look like, I wonder? Right. Cork, for the love of God, will you shut up? He's trying to make a play here. You scientist. You're like <laughs> children. It's all rainbows and unicorns with you. I work for the military. I know everything's dangerous. It's uh have you ever heard of this place called Point Nemo? for anybody that hasn't heard of what that is that's the furthest point you can go in the Pacific where you're the furthest away possible from all points of land fine I'll show you I'll show the hell out of you (laughs) See this place that looks like a mitten? We're going to be right there on the thumb. 
was like, I knew Nog was going to attack him, but I really thought for a second he was going to like bite his jugular or something. It was an accident. I tripped. I didn't mean to. Accidents. So many fucking accidents. Insidious mind control powers. Yep. <laughs> For a primitive female, she's pretty smart. <laughs> Did you have to put the word primitive in there? Or you could have even, the word female seems unnecessary. You could have just said I was smart. Uh, sir, they're Ferengi. Oh, that's that's true. That's fair. Where are you going with my aliens? I'll disintegrate this hostage with my death ray. <clears throat> Odo was just taking a nap, happened to be in that Jeep. <laughs> Who's he? My hero. The only person that actually cares about me. I think Nog cares about him. To a point. I think Nog cares more about his father. Oh, I, like, well, duh. You can care I mean, more about one person when still care about another. It's not like one cancels out the other. That's fair. Thank you, thank you, and thank you for touching my ear very inappropriately. <laughs> Just so you know, I'm uh, underage. <laughs> That's right. You, madam, are a pedophile. At some point, because it's not going to affect the storyline of what we're doing with the Deep Space Nine, we should watch the um, the Star Trek 4, I think it's 4, um, what the hell's it called? Journey Home, I think. I, for some reason, I can't remember. But basically, that's the the Kirk movie where they go back in time, uh -huh. and some of the shit they do is just really funny. Like it's a it's a really funny movie, actually. It would be kind of hilarious if, like, uh, at the end, like really quick, like after he's done kissing her, he just goes, "Let's go home, Mrs. Picard." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like that'd be, that'd be pretty amazing, honestly. Yeah, all they found was a crash weather balloon. Yep. I don't know. We'll just fly towards this spot and hope for the best. Yeah. I don't see the issue. I feel like even if all of that was true, the to exactly replicate it to get you back would require calculations they're not doing. They're just fucking hoping. Yeah, no, that's exactly what's happening right now. <laughs> like, for all they know, they could end up, like, two years. <laughs> there you go, flying right into an atomic bomb, using uh, it to oh, get me. them where they need to go. I don't like atomic bombs, Quark. <laughs> Ah, uh, there we are. Oh, thank bejeebus. <laughs> what you don't know is this is actually the uh, pilot for a spinoff where it's just those four traveling through time trying to get back. I mean, I'd probably watch it. <laughs> it would be pretty funny. Ferengi scum, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> We love docking facilities. We love docking. Wait. <laughs> what? Poor Cork. Can't believe his own nephew betrayed him. 
So while we're watching the um, the end of the episode here, I just wanted to point out the two rules of acquisition that were mentioned in this because I love the rules of acquisition. Um, they said number 203. Um, it, this one is customer. Um, so your new customers are like razor-toothed green, uh, green worms. They can be succulents, but sometimes they bite back. <laughs> and then the other one was rule 62, which doesn't get um, mentioned like the number specifically, so it must be mentioned somewhere else. Um, the riskier the road, the greater the profit. So, but I do love the green worm one. All right, and there we go. So there's our little green men episode. Like I said, that was the guy that played Corks, like one of his favorite episodes, and he loves it because it's the first time you get to see the Ferengis acting as like a family unit, and it opens right. up a lot more stories that we're going to see later. Um, but what did you think of the episode overall? It was interesting. It was funny. Um, for a for a filler episode, I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. It was actually probably one of my favorite filler episodes. Yeah, no, I think it's um, so I forget who it was. I think it might be the guy that played Odo said that this might be one of the best uh, comedy episodes of Star Trek ever made. There's like there's one I other can one. See that. Said, Obviously, yeah. I haven't watched a lot of it, but like. Yeah. It was good. I enjoyed it a lot. All right. So I'm just pulling up the next episode of Voyager. Um, Voyager. Yeah. Trying to, like, I'm trying to get it to tell me the thing, but it's not. But let me just pull up the episode. Give me one second. Um, Star Trek. Sorry, I got to Google it to get the, the description because I don't recognize the episode offhand. Voyager. I can tell you it's season two, episode seven. It's partrucian, I think. I think that's how you say it. I don't think it's partition. It's partrucian. P-A-R-T-U-R-T-I-O-N. Partition? Is it part? That's not how I'm bad spelling. P-A-R. Wait, did you say P-A-R-T-I-T-I-O-N? No, T-U-R-I-T-I-O-N. Wait, P-A-R-T-U. R I T I O N. I T P R T. Told you it's a weird word. Oh, yeah. I don't. What? Yes. Okay. I know what episode it is now. So after a disagreement over Cass, Neelix and Tom Paris are trapped together on an alien planet and must work together so that they, uh, so that they and their alien baby ward can survive. Oh, sweet. Another Neelix is a jealous douchebag episode. Yep, and this one, there's a baby involved. Do 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 do. do. Um, it's, Can't wait yeah, for it's that. not a, it's not a great episode, but it's not horrible either. And it does sort of it, this will probably make you happy. It does put to rest the Neelix and Tom thing. After this, they don't really ever butt heads again, as far as like a jealousy thing. Okay, so. I'm sure he'll have plenty of other people that do that with. So, <laughs> I'm t- I I'm telling you, man. I'll I'll be brutally honest. Uh-huh. I have not gotten into Voyager anywhere near as much as I was able to get into Deep Space Nine. Yeah, um, that's fair. Uh, I a lot like Deep Space Nine though. Voyager does pick up around the third season. Um, once we actually lose Cass, get seven of nine, the it does hit its uh, stride a lot better. Um, so it's a lot like what we had to do with Deep Space Nine because if you remember the first two seasons of Deep Space Nine yeah. were pretty rough. Yeah. So, okay, um, I'll take your word for it. Well, if you never get there, let me know. But I have a feeling once we get to those like three through seven, it'll be better. But we'll see. I mean, I'm um, assuming right. we'll get there. I don't think the show's going to end anytime soon. Yeah. No, I don't have any plans to stop. I mean, my OCD alone makes me have to finish these seasons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this Wednesday will be Chaos of Inside. We're going to talk uh, AEW as much WWE as I can. Uh, one, Hulu has basically stopped having SmackDown and Raw. Really? I don't know what that means. Yeah, no like shit. all the stuff expired as of today, actually, as we're recording. Wow. Um, so I'll talk about what I've seen, but I haven't. I didn't get a chance to watch all of it. Uh, but uh, we'll definitely talk to AEW. Sami Zayn got a, sh- a shirt making him an honorary oose. That I did see that, and that was an awesome. He's so bit of, excited! Like, like, 
<laughs> oh man, that shirt's not going to sell because who's like going to nope. walk around as an honorary oose? But it is an awesome shirt for Zami. Right. Um, but yeah, so we also talk about the White Rabbit stuff, which is interesting, but also like, what the fuck are they building to? Um, and yeah, AEW, MJF, all the stuff. Like, um, it still seems like they're kind of shaky, but I think overall they're they're doing better than I expected, recovering from the catastrophe that was the whole media scrum thing. Yeah. So that's that's good. Uh, I still have to watch Rampage, the two-hour thing, to really get caught up. I did see that the uh, great Muda made an appearance. I, yeah, I don't know how it went down, but I know he's there. Which, yeah, that came out of left field. I didn't even know what he was doing anymore. <laughs> but awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see because I, uh, I don't know. I didn't get to. Like, I haven't. I haven't had a chance to see it yet, but. Yeah, only weird part about it is like the rampage is split up into two parts on the app, so you got to watch part one and then part two. Yeah. I don't know why they did that. All right, but um, yeah, thanks, Derek Bowman, for the theme song. Follow us on Twitter, Cast Podcho. Follow me at Last Gilchrist One or um, at Last Gilchrist on TikTok. You can follow the show on Facebook at Chaos is Everywhere. Um, and still waiting for people to claim their prize as far as a um, you know what they want us to do. Like the first five people that write us at chaospodshow at gmail.com with a suggestion of something to watch, we'll do it. Um, also, just coming up in the coming weeks, depending on how long it takes myself and DJ Man Man to do this, um, we're going to have a MASH-themed week. Um, we've already recorded an episode where we uh, discussed the theme song to MASH, which is called Suicide is Painless. We are going to watch the 1970 movie MASH, um, which, by the way, I want you to be on one of these. I don't care which one. You can do both if you want. But then we're also going to do the finale to MASH, the TV series. Oh, really? and I, yeah, And I thought it'd be funny as like just the fourth thing to put in there to do an episode of We Are Chaos where we discuss the Futurama episode where it's a MASH parody. Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where they join the army. I just think that'd be a funny fourth thing to do. So okay. that's coming. It's just a matter of like when we actually get all the pieces. I was gonna say, it's a lot. That's a lot to do. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm excited about it. It's going to be fun. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Did you have anything else you wanted to add, buddy? Uh, you kind of already took my please write me thing. So <laughs> oh, please write him and then massage his ear in an appropriate way. Ooh, please. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right. And we will uh, see you soon, everybody. You say...